Light that spark, Fire Nation. John Lee Dumas here, and welcome to episode 1454 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. And I am dropping value bombs daily on Snapchat, on Instagram. It is the only direct mentoring I do, and it's the best way to start your day. So find me, John Lee Dumas. And now let's start with today's featured guest, James Tomlinson. James, are you prepared to ignite? Let's light it up, baby. Yes. James is a natural born hustler who first started his entrepreneurial career at the age of 10 selling golf balls back to the golfers who lost them. Now he helps new entrepreneurs get over their sales challenges at first 10customers.com. James, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Sure, John. Yeah, so happy to be here. Uh, live in Chicago right now, but I am originally from Florida. Uh, I've lived in about nine or 10 cities now. I think I've lost count. Um, and you know, you mentioned I started my entrepreneurial career fairly early and I've kept that spirit my entire life. So I went from reselling lost golf balls to mowing lawns to cutting hair in college for beer money. Um, was able to graduate in 2010 and move into a, a Fortune 500 company, uh, which taught me a massive amount about um, what it means to work in a corporation and how to communicate professionally and, and lead a team. Um, but after several years, I just decided to quit and actually join a startup as their first sales guy and, and help them grow. And that was my idea of, I guess, getting a, an MBA in, in startups without actually having <laughs> to go back to school. Um, and I took all those skills and wrapped them up in, into what I call firstincustomers.com. Now, of all those cities, which one's your favorite? I like Chicago. I think I'm going to stay here for a Have while. Have you spent you, a winter there yet? Oh, man. I've spent several because I was in Minnesota, actually, for about four uh, years. Okay. So you got a little hardened <laughs> to that northern winter. So you're probably good. It was wild. Yeah, it was the first time I had ever even seen snow, let alone... What's your second favorite then? You know, I actually really liked Albuquerque, believe it or Albuquerque, not. Albuquerque, New Mexico. You know, it's it's yeah. those cities that a lot of people just have maybe heard of but have never been to that really sometimes are under the radar awesome. Like I've met some people from Albuquerque who are like, I will never leave this city. It's awesome. So you never know, Fire Nation. Now, James, I kind of want to move into an area of your expertise. So what is an area that you are really an expert in? I mean, is it maybe getting your first 10 customers? I mean, you, you break it down for us, but then give us two specific value bombs that you really think that Fire Nation needs to know. You know, I think my expertise comes in doing the homework when it comes to identifying who your customer is in the market. So, so doing that front end research that is going to pay dividends later on, um, and then finding the right people to speak with. So, so first ten customers is is yeah, the goal is to get you your first initial sales and, and get that customer base, but that means nothing if they're the wrong customers. So finding the right customers for you that aren't going to turn over or aren't going to cancel or are going to be unhappy with their service is critical to you know, the long-term value of, of your company. So for me, it's, it's doing the, the front-end research, finding the right people, finding the, the best way to contact them in a personal way that's going to you know, elicit a response and it's going to form a relationship, I think is, is, is what I can bring to the table. Um, you know, in terms of value, value bombs, there's some blended into there. I would highly suggest not just going in there with with kind of a blind eye, really going in there knowing who your customer is, almost better than they know who they are, knowing their problems and, and knowing the language they use around some of the problems and challenges they have. So then you can 
more uh, accurately position yourself as a, a solution provider and, and add value to them. Okay, so that was one. Know your customer better. What's the second thing you want to make sure that we know? Always sell on what it means to the customer. So always keep in mind, no one cares about you. No one cares about your product or service. They only care about themselves. So knowing that it should guide every conversation you have with your customer in a way that everything is focused on how your product or service and and whatever features or benefits they are, solve the challenges and problems or the insecurities or or anything that 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 person is dealing with on the other end. And whenever you you have that in the back of your head that no one cares about you, they only care about themselves, it'll it'll make for a much better conversation and, and likely lead to a sale. James, what's something that you've changed your mind about in the last six months? You know, meaning what's something that you used to believe pretty recently that you just don't believe anymore or vice versa? I used to have this belief that I had to have just this killer app or this killer product that was going to be a breakthrough and just be this revolutionary thing. And and that was this old mindset where I believed that what it meant to me an entrepreneur was I had to replicate, you know, these these icons in the entrepreneurial world like like Zuckerberg. When in fact you can look at yourself inwardly, determine which talents and strengths you have and and try to apply that into the market where there's a demand for it. Um, so so that change in belief was going from thinking I need this this revolutionary idea to really breaking it down more and and saying, what can I add value to now and how can I attack the market and and deliver that value? Fire Nation, this is why it's so important for us to step back, to take a deep breath and just look around and be like, like, is my beliefs that I've had that I used to think, like, are those still relevant? Is that still today? Because we're living in this world, in this environment. I mean, the internet years, they're like dog years. I mean, they fly by. I mean, if you go to sleep and wake up, you know, a week later, I mean, you've missed a lot in this world. So you just need to continuously be putting your finger on the pulse of everything that's going on, staying cutting edge and just making sure that, you know, beliefs that you had in the past are still relevant today. Now, James, I kind of want you to take us back into your journey to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. So don't pull any punches. Take us to that moment in time and tell us that story probably happened a couple years ago. Um, you know, I knew I always wanted to start my own company and become an entrepreneur. And it seemed like every single day there was a new idea coming in and, and something else that was shiny that I would chase. And I was making, you know, zero prog- progress. I was really starting to, to not like my job. I had some personal issues going on and it, it all was kind of coming in at the same time. And, uh, you know, that can drive people into some pretty dark and depressing places. And, um, you know, it, it, I was like that for a few months, kind of in this funk, just chasing nothing and, and feeling like I was getting nowhere. Um, and, you know, eventually I, I was able to come out of that, that spot. But for a good chunk of time, you know, I felt lost, basically. So let's really go to that moment, though. So bring us to that lowest, darkest moment and kind of walk us through, like, what was it that you know, allowed you to kind of take that moment and move forward into the light? Well, I think it's having an, an honest conversation with yourself. Yeah, but first, before we get into like how that happened, like okay. what was that moment? Like where were you? Like when did it happen? Like what was oh, sure. the weather like out? <laughs> so I was in St. Louis. I had just moved there and uh, I was working in a remote position. So my team was scattered. I worked from home. I, had, I didn't know anyone in St. Louis. So a couple not having any friends in a new city 
And being at a having a job where I have no coworkers to lean on and kind of have that camaraderie, you kind of start to be alone with your thoughts and you start to second guess yourself and be really insecure with with what you're doing in your life. And um, I remember actually just, you know, I was supposed to start work at eight, nine in the morning and I'm waking up at, at 10, 1030 in the, in the morning and getting a late start and not being excited about getting out there and, and crushing it and um, just kind of feeling bad for myself every single day. And, and that that lasted for probably a good four months. And it was wintertime. You know, again, I am from Florida. <laughs> I like the sunshine. So it was overcast and cold and it just adds to the whole equation. Let's kind of make sure that we know that Fire Nation gets something out of this because you went through that very tough period. And, you know, the things that I'm pulling out of is, listen, I mean, this is part of the journey, Fire Nation, and nobody's going to get you out of this part of your journey into the, you know, out of the doldrums, you know, out of the darkness, out of just the feeling of desperation, of fear. Nobody's going to get you out of that but yourself. I mean, you need to put your hand up so that somebody else can reach down and grab it if that opportunity even exists, but it's going to start always with you taking that first step forward. So that's my big takeaway, James, but what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets? Talk to people. Really, I mean, lean on your network, lean on your family, lean on your friends. If you've got something going on, bounce ideas off of them, ask them questions, because your friends and your family are going to know if something's wrong with you. They know you best, but if you isolate yourself from those people, you're not going to get that feedback. And I think that's what I was doing. I was I was continually isolating myself and not reaching out to friends and family, even if they are in other locations. I wasn't calling them to, to chat and, and get caught up and, and get that encouragement and support that I was needing. So uh, I would absolutely, if you find yourself in those dark, dark places, even though it's difficult, even though it, it's, it's hard to do, reach out and make yourself vulnerable to the people who love you. What's one of your greatest aha moments? Like what's one of those ideas that you had that you think will make a great story to share with Fire Nation? And, and James, really work hard here, brother. Like take us to that moment that you had that idea and then walk us through the actual sequence of events that turned that idea into success. I finally paid attention, I think, to what was right in front of me. You know, I was chasing all of these ideas. I had shiny object syndrome. And I finally had a very frank and honest conversation with myself um, and it's, I'll bring it to that, that day. Uh, I went into the bathroom and I looked at myself in the mirror and I had basically a, an hour long conversation with myself, a very honest conversation with myself about who I was, what I wanted out of life, what I was good at, what I was terrible at. And, um, from that conversation, I saw this industry of entrepreneurship that was emerging and exploding. And more and more people were, we're reading, you know, the four hour work week or listening to podcasts like, like yours, John, and deciding for themselves that they wanted to start their own business. And I knew that a decent sized portion of those people have likely never sold anything in their life. And some of them were uncomfortable with the idea of, of sales and getting out there and selling, or they just had, you know, no idea where to start. And I knew that I could, could help them. And then I looked at what people were lacking and, and where I could fit in. And I saw this term first 10 customers popping up more and more. And it makes sense, right? If you have your first 10 customers, or if you know how to get your first 10 customers, you know how to get your next 100, your next 1000, and so on. And I had all these skills I had accumulated from working in the corporate world, working in the startup world around just that prospecting, finding doing the research, finding the right customer for you, 
determining what their challenges are and what language you're using and then, and then reaching out to them in a way that's going to, to get a response and likely lead into a sales conversation. So looking at that, that industry for me, I saw a gap with all of these new entrepreneurs who likely have either some or a full lack of sales experience. And, you know, it was the, the answer was very, very clear. It was, it was crystal clear in my mind that this is what I was meant to do was to, to fill this need of, of, um, helping new entrepreneurs and, and people who have no idea how to sell get over those sales challenges. So James, if we're kind of identifying like this word that's popping up or really this phrase, first 10 customers, first 10 customers, like what was your first step into taking that kind of initial plunge into creating something of value? So my first step was, was talking with, you know, I'm, I'm I'd like to say I'm fairly plugged into the, the startup community here in Chicago. I try to, to network on meetups and just reach out to local entrepreneurs. And one thing that I, I found to be true was these, these entrepreneurs were really excited about their product or their service, and they were really excited about getting their website created. But when it actually came to, to brass tacks and going out to the market and asking the right questions and asking people for their hard-earned money, that seemed to be a huge fear in, in a lot of um, these people's you know, process from, from going from zero just to, to one customer. Uh, this overwhelming sense of, of fear of, of going out and actually asking people for their money was really difficult for them. Um, so in those conversations, I, I found that this is a, a real need. And I knew from my previous experience that it was something that I was, you know, I, it was not overwhelming for me. It was something that I was good at and I liked. And, um, you know, it just got all kind of matched together. Fire Nation, it's all about the comfort zone. I mean, if you are in your comfort zone right now, guess what? There's no magic happening because all the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. And it's a continuous progression forward. Like, you know, for me, it was way outside of my comfort zone to interview people back on episode one, 100, 250. You know, now here I am at 1455, you know, and, and this is a little bit in my comfort zone now. So I have to make sure that I don't just stay now in this comfortable zone, that I'm continuing to push myself outside of this, creating new courses, physical products, books, journals journals, you name it, like that has to happen for me, for every entrepreneur. And so if you're listening to this, like and you're in your comfort zone, like that's why the magic is not happening. You got to listen to like what James is saying, like, what are you struggling with? Well, it's likely you're struggling with talking to potential customers and clients and asking them the hard questions and then actually acting upon that. But guess what? That's what it takes to actually have success and to make progress in this world, getting out of your comfort zone and making the magic happen. So James, what is the one thing that you are most fired up about today? You know, I think it's this industry of entrepreneurship. Um, it, it actually reminds me of, you know, back in the 1800s, the gold rush. Mm. The people who got rich during the gold rush, it, it wasn't the people actually looking for gold. It was, you know, the, the people selling shovels and pickaxes and, and wheelbarrows to those people, um, you know, servicing this industry. And that's how, kind of how I see it now. And it's really exciting to see that more and more people are, are looking inwardly and saying, I have unique talents and skills that are valuable and I can apply this um, you know, on my own versus working for somebody else. And I'm really excited about all of the other you know, subsidiary products and services that are, gonna, that are going to serve this, as I call it, this industry of entrepreneurship. So I'm really excited to see how this industry is going to be developed and all of the other new entrepreneurs that are going to be 
popping up just to serve this community. Well, Fire Nation, I'm excited for the value that you're going to be getting within the lightning round. So don't you go anywhere. I'm going to take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. Behind every successful business is a team of talented and driven individuals, and these individuals can be hard to come by. If you're looking for quality candidates who can help you create and grow a successful business, then posting your job in one place isn't enough. In order to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites, and now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. You can also find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and qualified candidates will start to roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. And one more time, Fire Nation, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. James, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Do this. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I mentioned before, definitely shiny object syndrome, you know, chasing too many ideas instead of focusing on something I knew I could do well and was already in demand. What is the best advice you've ever received? My dad told me, be kind and stand up for yourself. Share a personal habit that contributes to your success. Uh, Well, I try to build on the momentum of productivity. Uh, So in the morning, I wake up, I make my bed, I might clean a few things up. I take a walk and and clear my head and and prep for the day, uh, cook a good breakfast. And starting with those small wins just makes, you know, the the harder things in your day that much more easier. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? LinkedIn Sales Navigator. So it's just an amazing way to find the exact business-to-business contacts that you need to reach out to to progress your business forward. If you could recommend just one book, James, what would it be and why? Little Bets by Peter Sims. Uh, it was actually gifted to me by a friend. Um, but it's all about taking little uh, experiments and, and making little bets that you may fail, but it helps you prove out your larger ideas. And even the most successful people in the world are still going out there and experimenting and failing. James, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? You know, I'd probably spend all of that money uh, meeting new people, taking them out to coffee, going out for a beer, uh, going to events in my city and just making connections and and finding out where I can plug into to add value. Um, so I probably wouldn't start a business or anything like that in seven days, but I would definitely use that week to develop a network and, and cultivate a community and then figure out from there where the gaps and opportunities are. James, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. Your network is really the the best way to generate value for yourself. So spend time developing your network, get out of your comfort zone. Like you said, John, talk to people. And that way you can always lean on somebody for the support that you need uh, moving forward. Um, 
to email, if you want to email me, you can email me at james at first10customers.com. If you have any sales questions or, or you need help, uh, feel free to reach out. Love that. And Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with JT and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type James in the search bar and his show notes page will pop up with literally everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. And of course, he dropped his email in here, Fire Nation. Take action if you have questions. James at first. 10customers.com. And James, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Thanks, John. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed that chat with James today. And again, shoot him an email if you have a question for this guy. I mean, James at first10customers.com. He'll answer it for you. And Fire Nation, knock over that domino and start your chain reaction of awesome with thefreedomjournal.com. And I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Quality candidates who can help you create and grow a successful business are hard to come by. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire.